On May 19th of 2023 at 3.53 p.m., the moon, we will be experiencing a new moon in Taurus at six degrees in the eighth house. New moons are famously known for the opportunity for new beginnings. We experienced a full moon slash an eclipse in Libra back on the 5th. And at that time, energetically, there was a need to rid of vain, materialistic and superficial people, places and things. In order to start anew, this is like the fool who carries very light on his journeys, okay? At the time of the full moon, you could have adopted a minimalism uh, lifestyle or developed an emotional uh, need for deeper and more committed relationships as opposed to surface level ties, for example. Regardless, with the full moon in Libra, an official release of energy, habits, and destructive patterns have officially occurred, or it it has occurred, (laughs) all right, or it will be, okay? Sometimes energy, it plays out, you know, immediately for some, and then others, it's a little bit of a delay, but regardless, um, the ridding of destructive patterns is underway. This energy also reminds me of cord cutting um, in the aftermath of such a cut, All right, so to get into this energy with the new moon in Taurus at six degrees in the eighth house, due to the release with the full moon in Libra, you essentially made room for new energy, planting new seeds for growth and healthy fruit. I think we all can agree that we want to reap the rewards or reap the fruit of our labor, correct? This energy is like cutting and pulling up all the weeds to make room for new seeds. Taurus is the sign of hard work, patience, diligence, integrity, and earnings. As I type this at 3.30 a.m., it shows as proof that on an emotional level, you need stability, comfort, and abundance. Emotionally, you crave long-term stability in all aspects of your life. The moon is naturally exalted in Taurus, and so with that point made, the seeds that you plant now will promise nothing but abundance and financial stability or whatever stability means for you. Taurus energy has a hidden talent, okay, which is the green thumb. <laughs> whatever Taurus energy seems to touch grows. All right, this new moon in Taurus indicates fertile grounds, okay, to conceive a baby and or to create or grow an artistic or intellectual gift, okay, to yourself or to the world, whatever. Be careful because with anything fertile, destruction is not too far away. Whatever you are investing, whether that be time, energy, and money. Um, hold on, whoa. <laughs> During this time, um, these are the type of seeds that you are planting And you naturally want to work hard to ensure that those investments reach its fullest potential. All right. This does sound like a pregnancy um, to me, or this could just truly be a birth of a project, a hobby, and then you investing in that, that business or craft. Okay. Depending on what you do with it. Now, where your energy goes, it grows. Okay. So by the 19th, the moon will be at 17 degrees in Taurus. And the fills have only increased at that time, okay? So there's going to be a strong focus on education. This can be a course, YouTube videos, books, or self-taught energy. However, there's a strong need to develop a skill to ensure stability, all right? This skill can be patience. It could be minimalism, organization. It could be love, okay? Some people don't know how to love, and that's a skill, all right? So that could be one of the things that are going to be developed at this time. This could be a relationship merging between two people that does take a skill to balance, you know, both energies. 
Um, this could be anything really, okay? Now, with success, it is required to be well-rounded, and that is essentially what the vibe is, and that's what I was getting with this energy, with the full, I'm sorry, the new moon in Taurus. You will be energetically developing new skills and new passions, okay, that will be grown into some type of income source, all right? Where your energy goes, it grows, and if it's going into business, that's going to grow. If it's going into a relationship, that's going to grow. If it's going into both, it's going to grow, okay? Now, to get into the aspects, the moon will be sextiling Mars, okay? So this energy gives me the grass was not greener on the other side kind of vibe, Sextiles in astrology remind me of someone flirting. Okay, so this is like planets flirting, but it, you know, I, to make it for understandable for y'all, it's like people flirting, right? So in this case, two planets are flirting. The moon and Mars are flirting at this time, all right? Mars is in Cancer, and it was giving me the energy of failure and a white flag um, waving attempt, okay? <laughs> I suppose that would be flirting, which now in hindsight doesn't seem genuine. Uh, usually when you flirt with someone, it's because you are trying to get something from someone. Though, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, it doesn't have to be like that. But back to my point, <laughs> it's looking like masculine Mars energies are flirting with feminine energies in order to get water, to get the milk, to get the seed, to get the legacy for free, <laughs> basically. Okay, it's giving energy harvesting season. So now if any of you are in a relationship or a partnership, this is not to say that you are being used. However, during this time, I would not trust anyone trying to collaborate with you. It also reminds me energetically of masculine energies looking for a mom and a woman. All right. It sounds like you'd be doing double the work, raising a man and raising a household. But to each his own, I'm good, love and joy. I really feel like this um, energy is going to play out differently for some. For some, this is going to attract a relationship um, and both parties actually want to nurture the relationship. Others, though, um, they're looking for a mom in a relationship and their intentions are to just drain you. You know, there's people who vibe at a high level. There's people who vibe at a low level. And so I try to cover both. All right. I may come off a little pessimistic sometimes, but that's just me trying to cover those who are, you know, getting set up. But I also have a very deep understanding that that's not going to be the case for others, especially depending on your energy. You you attract what you are. Okay. So moving forward, the moon will be squaring up with Saturn. So I recall doing channel tarot messages from the moon and i recall picking up for the earth energies a very hard cycle upcoming because the water moons are no longer nurturing tending or growing a garden just for someone else's benefit so this is no longer being used okay no longer allowing your emotions to be used against you in other words all right so this is like for example some feminine energies deciding not to have sex until marriage Essentially, there is an energetic rejection towards nurturing and uplifting masculines without proper energy exchanges or payment for services rendered. So again, this could be literally having sex before marriage and you never get that commitment. The seed never fully grows because you kind of, I don't know, the soil or the, the ground that you try to plant that seed in, you try to... The foundation, basically, how you get them is how you lose them. You know, it's like that. And I'm just using a relationship as an example. So if your goal in mind is Ace of Pentacles, which would be that seed is a ring, you want marriage, you want this whole situation to grow into a marriage situation, then you have to tend to that garden. You have to tend to that seed properly. And so you would, in this case, 
not having sex, you know, until you're married would essentially grow into that marriage proposal because you didn't, you know, try to eat or take out the plant by the root before it was done cooking or done growing. It's given that type of vibe. Okay. And I just use that as an example because everybody can resonate and everybody has a controversial understanding about sex before marriage and just sex in general. So that's why I like to use those to kind of trigger people's thoughts. Moving forward, okay, the moon, um, oh, let me get back to what I was saying, okay, so this is just ensuring that you're not to be used, okay, by anything temporary or sweet nothing, all right, so you having sex thinking it's going to grow into a relationship, yeah, that's to prevent you, okay, from doing that, so it's kind of like, okay, I really want this ring and a commitment, I can't damage the seed. I can't overwater the seed because then it's not going to grow. It's going to die and um, it's going to be submerged underwater. It's like you can't, I don't, it's, I guess I'm hoping that that's coming out properly. It's just an energy where like you're no longer going to be putting everything out there and then the seed, it can't thrive in that environment. It never gets to its fullest potential because you did something, right? So that's basically what I'm getting at here. Anywho. Masculine energy has mastered the art of lying and using emotions against someone as a weapon. So the moon in Taurus is naturally hardworking and Saturn demands time. Be mindful of someone flirting with you and saying what it is that they think you want to hear in order for them to gain access to your feminine and healing energy to restore their wounds. So if I was using sex as an example, this would literally be like sexual healing. Don't allow anyone to use you for sexual healing and you're not getting a commitment for that service. I don't care how much you're in love or it's still a service. You giving sexual healing is a service, period. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if you're in a relationship for years on years on years. I don't care what type of relationship you think you have. You're giving services for free, right? Like that's basically the energy. So this energy is challenging you to... Um, it's not it's challenging you to do what you want to do but make sure you know you're not getting the short end of the stick or giving too much okay make someone work for whatever it is that they're trying to grow with you or vice versa period right um so again this reminds me of sexual healing by marvin gay it's like masculines needing um healing but don't want to pay for it you know and then they throw they start throwing i like you or i love you around in order to kind of get you to invest long term you know you invest long term right but they don't all right which will turn out beneficial for them and damaging towards you so the moon squaring up with saturn is literally just making sure that everybody is getting equal energy equal 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 so if saturn is coming to you like i want to have sex then you as the moon need to look at saturn like i i want a relationship i want a commitment if saturn doesn't want to you know put in the work the time effort energy into that relationship then you as that moon you need to not put in time energy effort into giving sex for a commitment that you're not getting right or we won't get now that you gave up your uh your pawn you know that's what that's what's going on with that. Now the moon is sextiling Neptune. All right, so basically for those feminine energies who are forcing masculine energies to heal and to nurture themselves, this will cause them to visit Neptune. All right, so there was a quote I heard a long time ago, and it was something like, "In order to meet a woman where she is, you will have to go. 
you'll have to go to God to get to her. Something like that. All right. And this is how the energy was feeling. It's almost like the bravest masculine energies are going to spiritually and emotionally attempt to meet you where you are, which means that they have to come in contact with your spirit guides, ancestors, and essentially your creator. This is like, um, you know, that man in the Bible who wanted to marry a king's daughter and the king made him work for 14 years just to marry his daughter. Um, and he did that. He did that 14 year uh, sentence. <laughs> He paid that price, all right? Granted, if your spirit team deems this energy unworthy, um, then it's off with their heads in the eighth house, okay? I compared this energy to Dory finding a big, bad, dark cave under the sea. Dory was under the illusion that she had a choice. Meanwhile, the currents were already going to pull her under. Neptune is exalted in Venus, and Venus is a very egotistical and materialistic planet, all of which can be damaging if you attempt to take it underwater with you or just the materialistic things. If you try to go swimming with it, you're going to damage it. You can't take it with you, basically. All right. So with that being said, in, especially in relationships, there needs to be a compromise. This energy reminds me of Batman going to Catwoman asking for Bane, right? When Batman bent up with Bane, it was in the middle, okay? It's like a meeting of halfway, okay? Um. Then Bane broke Batman and broke him. <laughs> he broke him and then dropped him in that pit of hell, you know, and left him, you know, to deal with the impossible, which was to survive. All right. So whoever it is that's flirting with you or who wants to grow with you, I say we'll have to show and prove. OK, the, that Saturn energy, the devil that that they need to show and prove in hell. OK, it reminds me of a man trying to marry another man's daughter. All right. It's like, you know, the mother is so nice and welcoming, but the father is intimidating and applies mad pressure. And I energetically feel this playing out. I feel like spiritually speaking, someone is willing to go to the underworld to ask for permission to marry you, basically. And no wonder I was getting royal alliances forming and also someone's intuition having um, someone's intuition has to be very authentic in order for this to even work. All right. So if someone is um, trying to I don't know, be with you, grow with you, whatever, like this. Like, it's almost like your ancestors and your guides are going to be coming through, like, screening this person, screening them, screening their bloodline, screening them. And it's like there's going to be some type of energetic, like, contract, all right, in order for there to be an alliance formed, okay? So this is going to manifest for some of you, like, if you had, like, a rocky start in a relationship or a business or even a job, if the rocky start getting in, getting your foot in the door, the reason for that was because it was like y'all ancestors or energies were trying to make some type of compromise or they were trying to like work or make things work. All right. So that's pretty much what this energy is. It doesn't have to just be relationships, intimate ones. Um, it's any and all kinds. All right. Now, um, yeah, we're going to just move on. So the moon is going to be trining Pluto and Pluto is officially retrograded. All right, so this really reminds me of a spiritual father attempting to play matchmaker or um, like a spiritual energy being too restrictive. It's like a father who only wants their daughter with a wealthy man who treats her like an object as opposed to a mother's pick, which would more than likely be someone who loves their daughter unconditionally. All right, it's like I'm getting energetic spiritual parents trying to play matchmaker you know, and I understand clearly a kingdom, a legacy is on the line, but the picks the father, a.k.a. Saturn, is making isn't pleasing his princess, a.k.a. his daughter, which essentially would be like you, I guess. I don't know. 
Um, this energy also reminds me of like a royal bloodline and a royal kid who experienced humble beginnings despite being rich in the spiritual. This is like royal parents teaching their kid real life uh, struggle to develop integrity, character, and humbleness. The moon would otherwise be opposing Pluto. However, due to Pluto being in a retrograded state in the sign of Capricorn, it seems energetically like your spiritual father is more receptive towards how you feel and what you're asking for, okay? Which is that money <laughs> um, or any kind of inheritance or just kind of like life getting easier for you, all right? Um, it also kind of reminds me of Floyd Mayweather a little bit, no shade or judgment, but you see how Floyd built his legacy only for his daughter, Yaya, to get pregnant by a knucklehead thought rapper with thousands of kids. Like, I feel like Yaya, you know, ruined Mayweather's legacy. OK, it's embarrassing considering Floyd's daughter could have had anyone that she wanted the best of the best, but instead chose a knucklehead with 20 kids at the age of 18. You know, it's it's just a mess. Uh, this is like being forced to work and go to school when you you're rich. It's kind of like, why am I why? You know, it's like, why am I working if I'm I, we got money? What is this? You know, I feel like it's about to be made apparent just how wealthy you are spiritually or just how blessed and highly favored you are spiritually. But also this is going to also heighten just how blessed and high highly favored you are because of the tests and trials and tribulations that you went through. So to clean this energy up, it's just basically giving a vibe of like you having you experiencing spiritual blockages or you may be attracting people who or places and things that you didn't really think were in alignment or they weren't fulfilling for you. Um, it's like an energy of knowing you're chosen or gifted, but it's like your life wasn't reflecting that. The reason was you have like spiritual energies around you who didn't want you to be that spoiled brat, that entitled brat, because then you would be stagnant and there wouldn't be any emotional or spiritual growth. And so they kind of put you in situations to help you develop it. It's like a rich parent making their kid have a job. It's like that parent is doing the right thing um, to ensure that that kid doesn't, you know, I don't know. Basically, that parent is making sure that they're not doing a disservice to the kid, right? Like, nah, this is the real world. You work and da 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 doesn't matter how much money I have. You have to go do this and this and this. So this is really the vibe that I was getting with the moon's uh, trining um, Pluto and that's retrograded. Okay. So I feel like life is about to get easier for you. Um, I just, it just looks like you had to kind of, you had like that spiritual father who was just super, super protective energy causing blockages and delays. Now the ascendant will be trining the moon. So the ascendant is currently in Virgo and aligning with this trine. Okay. So this trine is shown in the temperance card in tarot and we know that card um, is about an angelic or uh, highly spiritual presence, okay? The temperance card is also about alchemy, healing, higher consciousness, protection, favor, and blessings. The ascendant in Virgo at 14 degrees falls within the second deacon that is ruled by Saturn. So again, Saturn is reflecting and reviewing your progress, hard work, and observations. This is the hermit card in tarot which is also about introspection, enlightenment, isolation, service, duty, and health. This is a major indication of Saturn releasing his hard grips, like we just talked about. This could be a spiritual father and or grandfather who truly just wanted the best of you, um, but pushed you really hard. Some of you may be experiencing a Saturn return. This could also be what this um, is talking about as well. Now, you will be he healed emotionally, physically, and with that new moon in Taurus financially as well. Okay. So 
Again, to reiterate, you will begin to receive the fruits of your labor with much less delays and difficulties. This energy is like graduating and now the world is yours. Nothing but opportunity and clear skies are your new forecasts. And just know whatever you touch will be turning into gold at this time. All right. So I do feel like some type of block is released. All right. For some of you. And wherever that block was in your life, it's going to be getting released. Now, Lilith is squaring up with the moon. So Lilith was briefly retrograded on May 20th, and she's now direct again. And Lilith is truly not playing about you. I was definitely sensing Lilith being one of your guardian angels. Um, uh, but basically, there's a lot of energies attempting to copy, mimic, and or doppelgang you. Uh, you are truly the divine child, and everyone wants to be you. Saturn, which to me is your spiritual father or grandfather, had a very tight grip on you. And I saw that as protecting you in a harsh and isolating kind of way. And this was to prevent you from falling in true falling in true love or worse, fucking up the bloodline by getting pregnant by a ratchet person or just by aligning with a bloodline that, you know, your bloodline doesn't agree with. So again, to reiterate the delays and blockages that you had on your life in whatever area they were at, that was just due to make sure that you didn't fuck up the bloodline. Like how I gave you the example with Mayweather and his daughter, Yaya. Yeah. She fucked up the bloodline by having a kid by some whatever. Okay. Some goblin and goblin, right? You, the way your life was set up, wherever the, you know, wherever, Saturn was it was to protect you from fucking up the bloodline or messing your life up or ruining something all right so this is what I was getting <laughs> you were isolated and delayed uh to make sure that you didn't fuck up the 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 bloodline okay <laughs> the god's plan all right <laughs> um but yeah I would look at that as a blessing now only because those releases are being like you're being released from those blockages so to me this is like you know, looking back on like a very harsh parent, you kind of as an adult, you kind of look back like, damn, I'm kind of thankful that you were hard on me because, you know, my life could have turned out way different had you let me do what I wanted to do. This is one of those vibes. All right. With Lilith squaring up with the moon. Um, But yeah, this was to pr pretty much prevent you from, you know, just messing up the bloodline by getting pregnant, accumulating more karma, a debt, distractions. It's just this was why this happened. All right. Well, now that Lilith is back in control, which essentially is your natural autonomy, it kind of reminds me of like Britney Spears, how her dad was like her dictator for a long time. She couldn't even control her own money. And then like she got released. Now she can, you know, control her own money in her own life. That's pretty much what's happening with Lilith squaring the moon. It's like you can finally control your life. Like you're finally in control now. All right. Um... But yeah, with Lilith back in control in your life, she's protecting and advising you more at this time. And I kind of feel like her voice was silenced for a very long time due to Saturn. Or Saturn was purposely creating doppelganger energies to prevent Lilith from finding you. So to prevent you from finding yourself, basically, you know, getting confused in the world, you know, thinking that you're someone that you're not. Just it, it was all designed, okay? Now, while Lilith was retrograded in... um Leo, there was a deep need to break free and to seek revenge. Hence is why Pluto is in Capricorn, retrograded in the sixth house. Everyone that played a role in your demise, isolation, hurt, pain, and undoings are now being sought after by Lilith herself, aka you. 
and your legions of demons basically your shadow side okay is kind of looking for revenge like how dare you you know (laughs) um it's like you're not taking any prisoners moving forward it's like you finally broke free you know your power you learned a lot and you'll be damned if anybody puts you in a position to go back into that jail cell basically um so that's what i was getting with you know the revenge type of vibe all right but it is giving the strong revenge vibes this energy also reminds me of paying off a karmic debt and or overcoming the impossible so this is like paying off that mortgage right finally that last payment on the mortgage that last payment on the credit card like something is being released for you and it's like now you've learned the very harsh truths and realities so that you can avoid getting back in that karmic debt right so this for some ladies i know for me personally my lesson here is the sex thing before marriage like that has always been my demise i always wanted a commitment relationship love you know someone who was hard working you know i'm into the gender roles a little bit but i would always have sex before the things got off the ground i would always have sex before the seed was planted for real and watered and nurtured and tended to I would give everything first and my crops would always fail. So for me, my harsh realities and truths is realizing that I can't keep having sex or giving my energy out, doing so much or giving more than what I'm receiving because that's that I'm ultimately um I'm ultimately contributing to my own demise, period, right? So it's like now when I date, if I do date, I just don't have sex. I just enjoy the person's company um, and I just kind of go with that flow, all right? Instead of trying to go with my own dreamy Piscean moon flow, you know, if, you know, if he's not, you know, doing this, then I'm not going to do that. If I'm not doing this, then I don't expect him to do that. It's, this is basically what this energy is, all right? And that's what the harsh truth and reality is. Just like anyone that came out of debt, you know what got you in that debt. You know what got you in that debt and you know you know how hard it was to get out of the debt. You're not going to go back into it and that's pretty much what's energetically happening right now, all right? Um and lastly, we have the sun conjuncting the moon, all right? So the sun and moon are both in Taurus in the 8th house. This indicates very powerful and merging energies. So this is like a very conducive um energy to plant seeds this is both parties being on the same page this is masculine and feminine energies being on the same page to grow this seed together okay so it's like an energy where you want a relationship and now you're going to attract someone who wants a relationship too and you both want to work towards it together and so here we go with the sun conjuncting the moon it's a very this is this is really good energy okay so Marriages, alliances, an oath is being signed and sealed in blood, okay? A new contract or some sort is being amended, all right? It's giving the spiritual keys to as above and so below. This is access to the spiritual and material worlds. This energy only empowers that what you touch turns into gold energy. Um, I was also picking up on a very strong twin flame energy or a very strong spiritual destiny being inherited and or activated at this time. This could even be both. All right. Very, very powerful energies. Um, So this is what the uh, new moon in Taurus, this is how it's going down um, in the DMs. Thank you.